This is the Vent Time with Connie podcast, where we discuss topics that can be controversial or uncontroversial. Topics range from family, faith, lifestyle, you name it. No topic is off limits. New episodes released every Tuesday and Friday. All right, sit back and relax. Here is your host of the show, Connie. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Ventime with Connie podcast. I'm your host, Connie. Welcome to episode 37. Today's episode is a special one because I have a lovely lady that happens to be my mother-in-law. Um, I love her a lot and she's a very kind woman and virtuous woman, if I have to say so myself. And she's here with me because I told you guys before, this week would be Mother's Day special. So I'll be talking about everything Mother's Day. So on Tuesday episode, I talk about the relationship, the feud between daughter-in-law and mother-in-law. I try to explain some of the reason why there's a feud between them. So, and I told you guys, I don't know if I did, but I thought I was going to bring in a special guest that will help me dissect this issue. So today's topic is going to be motherhood. And I brought in uh, my mother-in-law, Mrs. Angela Okafor. Hello, mom. Welcome to this podcast. How are you? Hi, are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you feeling today? Oh, great. The Lord is good. All the time. All the time. Yeah. Okay, mom. Um, for those that don't know, you know, who you are and us, and they wonder, they wanted to know, like, who, who, who is Miss Angelo Kafa? What would you want them to know about you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> As you know, uh, your mother-in-law, <laughs> my name is Angela Okofo. <laughs> I don't need to tell you again, but I can tell people out there. Yeah. And um, I'm married with four kids, including yes. your husband. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, we've been married for 36 years, happily Christian family. Amen. And... Um, I have passion to be a teacher since I was young. Oh, wow. That's cool. uh, Because of that, I, I went to teacher's uh, college education. First of all, I went to teacher's training college. Yes. And um, uh, since uh, teaching is my, uh, is my passion, so I made it possible to go to those series of uh, Colleges that will help yeah. me to be a good teacher. Yes. So after the teacher's training college, I went to a college of education in Lagos State. Oh, it's wow. called NCE. That's oh. what it is. Nigerian oh, okay. College of Education. After that, I got teaching appointments. I started oh. teaching. <laughs> oh, wow. So this is like when you were young? Yes. It's young and... Um, not really. Uh, I've already married. I was in my parents' house when I did the teacher's training. So oh, then okay. I got married and I went to NCE because I told my husband, my passion is nothing but teaching. Yes. And uh, he's a kind man. Whatever that I love, he loves it. And oh. he wants me to do my passion. He wants me to follow my aspiration, whatever I want. Oh, that's so, cool. um, he was even the one that inspired me to go further uh, as I was teaching. I oh. went back to uh, University of Nigeria in Stuka for my degree. 
Oh, wow. That's essence of having a good husband. <laughs> yes, that's very important. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so um, um, his um, answer when I said, is it going to be okay for us to, you know, to be having kids going to school? He said, he said the Lord is in absolute control. So I can't yes. re- forget that. He always oh, wow. told me that. So, and I was asking him the reason as if he knew my mind. He said that for me to get myself well prepared to be a good teacher and yes. help people out there, especially children. Yes. Um, after that, uh, when came to America, USA, oh, wow. I didn't even stop there. I went back to school again. He said, it's high time I get my master's. Yes. So I went back to school to do my uh, master's in business administration. Oh, MBA, wow. where I am right now. But <laughs> guess what? I was telling him that since he wants me to go further, I want to go and finish my PhD. Uh, PhD. And he <laughs> said I should hold it on this. <laughs> <laughs> he, he told you to stop by that time? He said, yeah, this time around, he said, remember I'm the one that used to ginger you to do all these things, but this time around, I need you around me. I don't want yeah. to. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted you to take a break. Exactly. That's exactly. good. I'm, I'm glad that you are still, you know, ambitious and still wanting to go to school and educate yourself. Even though you were married and you have kids, you didn't let that stop you because so many people use this as an excuse. Oh, because of the kids, I couldn't do this. Oh, because I'm married, I can't do this. All those things. But you still have, like you say, it's very good to have a, a very good husband that will support you to still go yes. out and achieve your dreams. So exactly. shout out to my father-in-law too. He's a great man. <laughs> oh, okay. So now let's talk about us, how we met. Well, me and my husband met in 2017. So we had to meet the very first time. I think that was in Atlanta. So I wanted to know for those, for our listeners, we already know this, but um, when you first met me, like, how did you, what was your first impression towards me? Then I'll tell you my first impression once you're done answering. Oh my God, that's a good question. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, remember we met at Atlanta in your parents' house. When we yes. came to ask for your hand in marriage, yeah. Uh, so when I first saw you, my first impression about you was that, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> you are going to be my first daughter-in-law. And I was very, very impressed, Aww. very, very excited, very happy. Even people, everybody was looking at me as what's going on but they don't know what was going, going on in my mind yes. <laughs> then i said to myself in my mind i said that you are going to be my my child yes because the way i treated my children is the way i'm going to treat you you're going oh. to be my child not only that you will be the baby of the house <laughs> you will be my daughter you will be my queen you are my princess. As I was looking at you, I was, you know, all this things was going on in my mind. You are so beautiful. You are my love. You are my mama. Which I read all the time. I'm, any, anybody that sees my phone and your name, they will see oh mama. I don't mama means um beautiful child, a beautiful daughter. Yes, yes. yes. That's so sweet. I mean, for me too. When I first 
met you i mean before i got I met my husband and all those things i always pray like i said i always pray for my mother-in-law because you hear these stories about mother-in-laws and the daughter-in-law always have issues i always pray i was like i want me and my mother-in-law to get along to the fact that we don't have to be like everybody else you know i wanted us to have peace because the very important thing is i also think about my future husband i don't want to put him in a situation where he have to choose between his wife and his mother. Nobody wants to be in that situation. So I always pray for my mother-in-law, like no matter what it is, I will try everything possible to make sure there is peace. I don't know who God's going to give me, but I pray God give me a nice person. But when I first met you and knew about you, God basically blew my mind. Like it was out of my expectation. Like I, th I was expecting maybe a good you know average mother-in-law but you just exceeded my expectation and you were so kind that you treated me like a daughter like i haven't seen someone that have such a pure heart like you do it's it's so rare Aww. it's so, so rare out there and and it's easy to call you mom it's easy to call you mom because you you're practically actually for my listeners you guys don't know this my mother-in-law looks just like my mother if you see both of them, you would think they are actually sisters. And if you see me and her, you will not believe she's my mother-in-law. You would think she's actually my mother. And maybe think my mother is probably the sister of my mother-in-law. I don't know, both of them just look alike. So it just worked out so perfectly. And we merged very well. Like, we didn't have any issue. We understand each other. We understand e each other's, you know, boundaries and everything. And that is, that's rare that's rare out there it's hard to meet people well in the first time i met you you're like a bundle of joy you are so always happy you're like you're always happy there's no a bad day for you you were so bubbly and so excited and then you saw me so excited and your eyes got a little bit bigger because you were so excited and smiling i was like oh yeah. my gosh <laughs> like i was so overwhelmed with love when i first met you and that was actually our first time meeting it seems like we have known each other for a long time so exactly. it's a blessing and we, I thank God for you each day, you know. I, I really thank God because um, I would say it's answered prayer because yes. I've been praying about daughter-in-law, yes. you know, uh, but God really answered my prayer. And uh, when we came to your house, I met your mom, even your dad also resembled my husband. Yes. Even my, my son, he came back, he told us the, the same thing. He said, mom, if you see my wife's mom, she looks like you. Yes. Dad, if you see my wife's dad, he looks just, just like, like you. Me. And when we saw each other, it's just exactly. It and is. to tell you the truth, part of it, uh, your mom and I, we call ourselves to even till today, we call yes. ourselves one name yeah. uh, because anybody that sees each of us will be asking what so your sister came here you did tell, tell me, me. <laughs> <laughs> it's so amazing it's hard because it we is. didn't really like from i know we are from the same we speak the same language and everything but actually before i met my husband we didn't really know about like the okafos family nobody so it wasn't like we are related or anything no, we were from different village. We never met before. And I met my husband. I was living in Texas. I was living in Atlanta. So our path never crossed until we actually, when I feel like God destined for us to cross. And then we got married. So for us, for you to look like my mom, my dad looked like my father-in-law. It's so rare and unique. And it seems like we have known each other for a long time. No, exactly. we just actually just knew each other since we, me and my husband decided to get married. I really thank God for that. And 
you know, to exactly. have each other. And uh, I think I believe that uh, that shows whatever you're doing, you have to hand it on to God. God, yes. Yeah, so that God will perfect it. So yes. this is a perfection. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he does it best. God knows us yes. even before we were born. So exactly. yes. He knows what will be good for us. Okay. Yeah. So let's go over to the next question. I wanted to know, you know, this topic of today is motherhood. We'll be talking about everything motherhood. And you've been a mother over 30 something years. So you're well experienced, you know, in this topic. So that's why I believe that you're a perfect um, guest to talk about this. So basically you raised my husband and including um, his sibling probably back in the days or something. So you have that experience with being a mother back in the days. So I wanted to know what is the difference being a mother when your time and what it is right now? Is there any difference at all? Everything depends on how you and your husband plan things. If you and your husband are one, you know, you bring God first then God is going to, uh, you know, do everything, perfect everything for both of, of you. Yeah. Um, like uh, my husband and I, we are just one and we love each other. So whatever we're doing, as I told you, we let God know, get God in front and before we start doing it. And we have to seek God's advice and uh, God's direction before we start doing it. And it's, it's, it's been working for us just like that. That's good. That's yes. good. I mean, it's always good to work together. That's why God created man and woman, so both of them can work together to raise a family. Um, also, I want to know, like, uh, when it was back then when you become a mother, like, you know, now people go to antenatal care, which is uh, basically prenatal visit, like going to the hospital every month, those that are pregnant. Back then, were you guys required to visit the doctor every month when you are pregnant in the course of that nine months oh yeah um it is not it depends on there are people like unlike here remember this yeah. time around the doctor will yeah. tell you the day to come and everything but then it depends on the family yeah you know if you have that money you have your doctor doctor will be able to tell you this and that and no whether your baby is going to be a boy or a girl, but it's unlike, it's unlike some families. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Some people will be pregnant, but they will not see the doctor till the the day of their birth. Some people will, you know, some people will be there uh, trying to do everything by themselves. Some people will not even see the doctor. They will deliver at home. So there are so many things that are really happening, you know, but um, God, we are serving is a good God. He's seeing people through no matter the condition yes yeah so okay that's good i mean that's that's a lot difference now um because you know sometimes for someone like in our age you always wonder how did you guys survive back then you know how did you guys survive you don't go to the hospital until you are giving birth or you didn't even give birth at all in the hospital you know it will because we couldn't imagine it because we weren't there but you gave a right a perfect answer it was god was with you with anybody there all the time so when god is with you nobody's gonna be against you you can have your baby in the hospital you can have it at home he's always with you so god help you guys through that process yes and there are people that don't have enough but they will have 10 9 11 kids Mm -hmm. at the same time god is the one that will you know 
train yes. those kids. Yes. But people will be saying, how are they going to manage? How are they going to feed these kids? But you see those kids growing, you yes. know? Yes. So the question is, who made it possible? It's nobody than God. God. Because yes. the, 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 the husband and wife didn't even know how yes. it happened. Yes. So everything is unto God. Just hand everything unto him. You see things happening that's good that's so true um okay another one i want to ask i know you did mention earlier that when you got married you talked to your husband about continuing school he supported you like i'll support you in your dreams and you got married even when you were having kids you were still pursuing your dreams which is becoming a teacher or already a teacher so going to school to acquire all the necessary certificates to become a teacher i want to know how did you cope with that like being a wife being a mother and also going to school and also a teacher how did you cope with how did you handle all that role okay uh, that's a good question um um how i did uh move going to school and being a mother and a wife when i was younger first of all i handed everything on to god i can't there anything i'm doing i must that's my first phrase that's my yeah. first <laughs> thing i would tell you some people may be like why is she always mentioning god because i know what he has done for me and i yes. can't do without him so i will continue mentioning him yeah. so first of all i handed everything on to god and secondly i make sure that my husband and i were in good rapport yes also, uh, we make sure we love each other. We made love to abide us together, you know, yes. uh, because of the love we have for each other. My husband takes care of our children. If I am not around, maybe I'm at work or I'm at school. And uh, we made our schedule in such a way that um, my husband can be able to do his own work and his responsibility as the head of the family. That is yes. really, really very important yes. because I, my heart, no matter what, my husband is the head of the family. Yes. So, and, um, and he is the head of the family doesn't mean that he doesn't know that he has respect for me or yes. tell me, uh, you know, two of yes. us being together. And in short, when you, when you marry and you, you, both of you made love to bind both of you together, you see things working out because... Yes. You know whom you are. You are a peculiar person, a person set apart. So whatever yeah. you ask, he will do it for you. So he perfectly did that for us because yeah. we're together. There is nothing like togetherness. Yes, that is so true. That's a lovely, actually, story. And, um, and it shows how you and your husband, which is my father-in-law, work together as a team and, um, and making sure your fam the family move forward you know, and not blaming anyone, but making sure both of you are working together. Okay. Uh, another one. It, it, right, I'm not, sorry to interrupt you. Even no, till good. now, you can testify to that. Yes. <laughs> it doesn't yes. stop that because when you started, it's going to, even your children, that they all are going to imitate and emulate what mom and dad are doing. So that is yes. why it's very, very uh, right, very, very good for husband and wife to be together, to be in the Lord and bring yes. up their children in the Lord too. You see things working out right. Yes. So um, I know for some mothers, especially back in the days or something, I don't know what it is, but when you ask them um, or people that are maybe a friend or something that have went through childbirth, right? That means going to labor, having a child mm -hmm. 
when you ask them the question, how is your labor experience, your childbirth experience, why do some women don't like to share that? Are they trying not to scare us or something? Uh, it's, it's not that they don't like to share that, but, you know, individual differences. And again, children bear is not just the same way. Oh, yeah. Each child is it's different. different. Yes. So the way you have this baby is not the way you're going to have the other baby, you know? Yes. So, yeah. but as I told you, no matter what is going on, when when the time comes, you know that uh, it's the law that uh, put the strength. baby, you don't even know when, yeah. when the baby entered. So the same law is going to bring the baby out and you are going to deliver like women of Hebrew. Hebrew. So yeah. any woman you ask about the childbirth, it's not that they, they were dodging, but they will be thinking about, do I have to tell you my first birth or the second or the third? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> That's and, true. and you will see that they will then tell you the same thing that is normal. Since other women are doing it, you can do it. Yes. As long as you hand it over to God, you see things, you see God doing it for you. And you won't even know when it will happen. You know, yes. so at that time, some women will be thinking that when I tell her, she will be freaking out, thinking yes. that this is hard. It's not yes. hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's That's not hard. True. Yes, true. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. They don't want to scare yeah. us, those that haven't had a child before. So that's exactly. understandable. Okay. Um. I know when a woman finish having a child, you know, they have to nurse the child they just gave birth to. And most fathers or husbands, right, have complained that their wife neglects their wifely duties once they have children. Why is that? Like, why do most fathers always complain the same thing that once their wife ha- get pregnant and have children, it's like the wife will draw all her attention to the children. And the husband will feel left out and feel neglected. Like, why is that? Why do women easily can, you know, drift away and focus just focus their attention just only on their children when they have children? Oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> that's a tricky question. Uh, you know, um, everything is uh, you can't give what you don't have. It's what yes. you have that you will give. Yes. Like this question now, I I I haven't experienced that because yes. uh, from the beginning. Me and my husband, we made love to buy, abide us together. Yes. So the, we have equal love, even to all our kids. Yes. My husband has his own equal love with my kids. I have the same equal love with my husband, he, yes. no matter. And so all our kids, the same thing. They have equal love to their siblings. So yes. it all depends on how you bring your family up, the growth of your family. Yes. Like the way you... Uh, the way you make your bed is the way you rely on it. Yes, if you make true. your family to be a, a Christian family, a family of God with equal love, a family that loves God, I believe that things like that will not occur. Uh, because uh, I believe those that are saying those things are the ones that don't have, or they don't experience, they don't know what love is. But believe me, if you make your family to be a family of God and love each other, the kids will grow up the same way and there will be no differentiation nobody's gonna say oh you love your kids more than you do to me or you love your husband more than you do to your your kids 
So that is why it is very, very essential for each and every one of us, both the new married ladies, to bring love first in your family, allow love to abide your family together, let your kids know what love is all about. I mean, yes. I mean, when I say love, the love I mean is not going out to get boyfriend or girlfriend. No, <laughs> I mean charity begins at home. Mm-hmm. Yes, so you have to make your family to be lovely yes. by bringing God first, making your children to love each and every of uh, their siblings and loving their parents. Teach your children not to love only mom and hate dad or love dad and hate mom. There should be equal love. Yes. I mean, you are absolutely right. I think in this, what the complaint from those fathers or husband is, it usually happens when the mothers just gave birth. You know, when you gave birth, first three months or six months, you are sorry, new mothers, they're trying to adjust. So they're trying to find a way to balance it, being a mother, you know, just in that little phase. That's what the, the husband was complaining just about. It doesn't mean that she loves her children more than the husband. Like for women and like their new mothers especially, because when you have one or two kids, you will know how to balance it. Like how do they balance still making sure they are giving their husband attention and giving their children, like find the balance because everything is balanced. Because I know yes. they're probably excited because they just have a child and they're trying to make sure the child is okay. So I think that's probably when the husband will start feeling a little bit neglected. So how would you, what would be your advice to them how to balance it? Yes, as a mother, you have to let your husband know with joy. Let him know this is what is going to happen. It's not that I, yeah, <laughs> it's not that right. I don't love you or I love my baby most, but yeah. you know, you're, even at times, good fathers, good husbands, they do the same thing to them. When they see their wife doing the thing, they're loving their baby, they will, you know, do start doing the same thing instead of yeah. complaining. And uh, it, it's not good. It's not healthy for the, for the father or the mother to start complaining about, uh, oh, you're giving more love to your new baby or this or that (laughs) so uh, that's why i'm saying when you i'm still saying that make love to abide the family together when love abides and takes over i don't think any one of but the husband or the mother will be complaining of anything yeah so the best thing for us is to do that allow love to take over your family Yes, and yes. God is love, and God is yes. the love that will take exactly. over. Yes. yes. Okay, you answered that perfectly well. But I want us to talk about, I know, mother-in-law, right? Because you're a mother-in-law, I'm a daughter-in-law. So um, mother-in-law these days in the society or in any way, especially in African community, um, I want to know why do mother-in-law have such a bad reputation? Because I know you do have friends that are also mother-in-law like you. And uh, you do hear stories like I want to know why do why people have s- such negative stereotypes or bad reputation towards mother-in-laws? Um, I believe is uh, is all about knowing God. If you don't know God, there is no way you will love because God is love. Yes. If you don't love God and hand everything on to when you have another person coming to your house, like your daughter-in-law, as they call, she's from another mother. She's a, yeah, she's from another mother, like your own child. Your child will go to another mother too. This mm-hmm. is what I tell people. This is what I tell my friends. As a mother-in-law, 
you have to show your daughter. She is your daughter. Like you, I will use you as my example. Yes. You are, when I saw you, as I said, you are everything to me. As long as my children, the way I treat my children is the way I treat you. And I love my children, you know, and uh, they took that love that we have, both of us, me and my husband got. So, um, so therefore, uh, mother-in-laws should love their daughter-in-law because they are their children. Yeah. You don't have to, if you hate your, 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 your daughter-in-law, who is your daughter, who is your princess, who is your, in fact, I, 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 I can't really understand that because it, it, it is, it's not really good mm-hmm. because it's not in the Bible. If love, if you don't love any human being, that means you don't love God. Yes. Then you see, you go outside there, bring your daughter-in-law who is going to be everything for you. Why are you hating her? Why are you troubling her? Why are you, you know, I, I don't really get it. That's not yes. fair. That's not good. Yes. Uh, I do teach people. I do tell people is nothing but not knowing God. Yes. Because if you are a child of God and you have that good heart, everything will be joy, joy for you. That you got your kids are out to another poor people, another mother-in-law, and they will be the way you treat your, your daughter-in-law, that's exactly they will treat your own daughter over there. Yes. Remember? So yes. people should you know, think twice before they do things. Yes. And people should start loving. Yes. That is the best thing on earth for somebody to have a daughter-in-law. When I see my daughter-in-law, I can't even wait to, anytime I don't see you, remember, I will call you. I call mm-hmm. you. Mom. Yeah, <laughs> because, uh, you know, when you guys are together, when things will start working out right. Yes. Because devil is roaming around looking for whom to devour. And where yeah. the spirit of God is not, devil will enter and start, you know, destroying. so de- destroying the family, which yes. is not, it's oh, then who caused it? You will start blaming. Yes. This is the work of the devil. But who allowed devil to come yeah. in? You mm-hmm. allow devil to come in. So the first thing you have to do when you, when your son is ready to get married, pray about it let God give you uh, a daughter-in-law that you will cherish, that will be with you, that you will call your daughter, that you call your daughter-in-law, that you have every, because your daughter-in-law is your, like your daughter, is, in fact, it's your child that you have to pamper and do everything for. Now, if you have to, let me say, give an example, if you have two boys, or yes. three girls, or three boys, or they all will marry. So your prayer will be that when they come, they have to do the way you and your husband you do it. They have to do the way you bring your family together as a Christian family. That That's how things will move out well, and that's how the blessings of the Lord will be. If you read the blessings of the Lord in the Bible, you will see you have to do things that are correct, that are right, that pleases yes. God before things will start working out for you. So I don't really like uh, mother-in-laws that uh, that don't love their daughter-in-laws. I don't like it. And it's not good, even in the sight of God. You have to grow your family with love. That's why I always talk about it. Yes. Grow your family with love. And if you look at those um, mother-in-laws that don't uh, love, it starts from, because charity begins from home, it starts from their, they don't love their husband too. And they don't love their kids. Yes. Because if you don't love your daughter-in-law or your son-in-law, or you don't love, you don't, if you don't have love, you don't have love. Yes. 
so that's why we have to pray. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's why we, how why we have to pray about it so that. Uh, but let me tell you, it's just by the grace of God. It's not yes. easy. It's but not. That's why I told ladies now before you start getting married, start praying. Tell God to give you everything that will, you know, that will make you to be happy by getting a, a Christian okay. family that when you go in, you'll be happy no matter what is going on. You'll yes. be happy. Okay. For the last word now, I won't give you the room to give advice to young moms, upcoming moms that are scared of being, being a good mother or hoping to be like a good mother like you like what would be your advice to them how would you encourage them by the time before you start thinking about marriage i would advise or let everybody know that the best thing to do is to start praying about it yes when you start praying about it tell god what you want about uh, the type of husband you want the type of mother-in-law you want just as you did yes. the type of <laughs> brothers and sisters in law that you yes. want uh, yes. people around you yes. so when you start praying about it continuously and you yourself you know that you have to be a child of god you know so when you do that uh, when the time comes you will see that marriage is the best and the sweetest yes. thing on earth yes. it's something that god created yes, yes. yes. so the best thing for uh, for the new uh, moms or up mothers um, or how to balance being a wife mother and work uh, will be that uh, you have to love your husband so that your husband will love you too and uh, both of you, both you and your husband must have equal love for your children. Yes. When you marry, all these things are what you're going to put into consideration. You don't have to love one of your child and hate another one or love this one because of one thing or the other. No, both of you, because you have already made love to abide you guys together, is including the family. So when you have children they are in your family so all of you should you know have that equal love for your children yeah. then um again you have to nourish your children with the word of god yeah. make sure that your children love god too as you and your husband at the same time as long as you have kids they'll be following your footsteps whatever yeah. mom or daddy is doing is what they will be doing yeah. so um you do not um Take back home everything or any wrong information or wrong advice or wrong uh, interaction interaction from your friends or anybody out there to your Christian home because already it's not easy. You have made your home to your, your family to be uh, a Christian family. So you don't have to take all this wrong uh, information to your home because you don't want your family to, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, to break so you pick the good advices and take it home for the growth of your family mm -hmm. there are so many things you have to do in order to know that uh, it's good to marry because when you look at those family families that are putting all these things into consideration you will know that uh, oh you will love to have one you know mm -hmm. uh, and again do not imitate those that uh, are showing off their wealth because this can also break your family. Uh, do not also force your husband to give you money that he does not have. <laughs> you <Yes>. know? <laughs> mm -hmm. 
There are so many things. Then also pray together with your whole family always because prayer is the key. Yes. A family that prays together, you know, Stay together. stays together. Yes. yes. So you and your husband must have the mind of uh, forgiving one another. You must yes. have that mind. Then also teach your family how to uh, to read the Bible because Bible is the word of God and word of God is God himself. Yeah. So the family should memorize the Ten Commandments in the book of Exodus chapter 20. If, mm-hmm. if uh, young ladies can make her time to read this, Exodus chapter 20 from one to end, and uh, that will help the family to grow also. And um, living as a Christian uh, life, we make the children to be responsible and behave well. Mm-hmm. And uh, finally, if, if you read Ephesians chapter 5, verses 22 to 26, you will see what the Bible says, wives, submit to your husbands as the head of the family. And husbands, love your wife as Christ loved the church because um, he is the head of the church. So I will like all to read the quotations to the end that will really if you start doing all these things even before or when you marry that will help a lot and you will love to get those that haven't married they will love to get married because with all these things they will see their mates or their their friends their families that include uh, rapport with each other even the children they love each other they they don't do without each other they love each other and they love because when they love themselves uh, parents uh love themselves the same thing they will do outside the neighbors anybody they see outside there mm-hmm. they will love so love becomes their you know get married is good to have husband is good to have kids is good it yes. depends on how you 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 like it but yes. the best is to hand everything on to god and pray about it before you move in god that's so true i cannot say that anymore like you said it perfectly well i i don't even have anything to add to that because you summarize everything so now uh, we have come to the end of this um so now we're gonna relax and play a game so this, oh, wow. game will, <laughs> this game will be in relation to motherhood, of course. And you know, most of our people, um, people they don't teach their, their children how to speak Igbo. So we want to help them out a little bit, right? I would say some okay. words that are related to, um, to children, like what a mother would say to her ch- child. Um, but it will be an English word, and then you help me translate it in Igbo. So we can give okay. them some you know, clues or some tips on um what to teach their children what to speak to their children so they can learn how to speak Igbo language okay okay all right, all right. okay you ready for the game i'm really ready <laughs> okay so we're gonna start easy okay the first word is school awesome the second word is church church awesome yes and the and the third word is breastfeeding Awesome. And the another one is playtime. Igwegu. Okay. Another one is sit down. No duala. Okay. Another one is keep quiet. Zweike. Yeah. Yes. Another one is head. Easy. Okay. Another one is this one is a little bit hard. Shoulders. 
Ubu, Ubu. Okay, okay. <laughs> I learned something new. Ubu, okay. Another one is uh, neck. Olu. Okay. Another one is toes. Say it again. Toe, toe, toe. Mbisoku, Okay, another one is stand up. Bilitata. Respect your elders. Ukoyaza. Respect your elders. Osapuru ngeturoni. Okay, another one is respect your parents. Osapuru ngeturoni. Awesome. And uh, let me give you another last one. The last one I would say is um, um, good child. <laughs> so that's awesome we had a good time i hope you enjoy you know being on as a guest here honestly i can't wait to be coming to you again anytime yes, <laughs> i really yes. enjoyed every bit of it i'm so happy yeah me too we enjoyed it and i i'm i'm sure that our listeners out there young moms out there they will learn a lot of things just from listening to this episode and because you answered all questions that worries or concerns or complaints they might have you answered it and the summary of it you always use god to answer all of it because you have to put god in center of everything in your life so that's where the yes. solution is we're looking up to exactly. christ exactly yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you do, make sure you come back for more episodes. And uh, happy Mother's Day to everyone out there. Mom, do you want to shout out to anybody for Mother's Day? First of all, happy Mother's Day to you, Mom. Thank you. <laughs> happy Mother's Day to you, too. <laughs> Yay. I want to shout out to my in law, oh, Philomena Alakwe. Yes. <laughs> I'm wishing her happy Mother's Day and to all mothers out there, yes. I pray that God is going to give us the grace yes. to overcome whatever that is going on. Yes, amen. In Jesus' amen. name, amen. amen. Okay, thank you. And a shout out to all my sisters, all my sisters-in-laws. Um, all the mothers out there, young mom, old moms, the OGs, shout out to all of you. Happy Mother's Day. We love you all. And God has been your strength and will always be your strength in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. Yeah, thank you for having me, my love. Uh, same here. Thank you for coming. All right, guys. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Vent Time with Connie podcast. Remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, or whatever platform you listen to podcasts. Please don't forget to like, rate, review, or share this podcast. Do you have any feedback or questions for Connie or any topics you'd like to discuss on the show? Connie loves communicating with our listeners. You can find her on Instagram and Facebook at Vent Time with Connie or send an email to venttimewithconnie at yahoo.com. Until next time, remain blessed.